0: Welcome to this episode of the Environmentalism in the Hague podcast. Our podcast aims to introduce and educate listeners about all the various environmental efforts that are being made in the Hague. If this is the first time you are tuning into our podcast, you should know that all our episodes have an optional walking route associated with them. This route will take you past a number of the locations discussed in the episode and allow you to have a more tangible experience while stretching your legs. Links to the walking routes can be found in the description of each episode or alternatively on our Instagram at The Environmental Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach out to us at The Hague environmental Podcast at gmail.com. If you leave the central station on the north side, you will find yourself on the Anna van Buren Square or Anna van Burenplein. Just across the other side of this square is where between 2021 and 2026, the Dutch parliament will temporarily be located while the historical Binnenhof is undergoing renovations. While the restoration of the Binnenhof is part preservation of the historical site and part adapting the facility to the requirements of our modern age and political process, it is also an effort to make the building more, but not completely climate neutral. The political process that occurs inside this building dictates what the government is going to do about environmentalism. Currently, the parties that make up the coalition are relatively in favor of things like renewable energy sources, increasing the sustainability of agriculture and addressing issues with emissions and biodiversity. However, there are opposition parties that would like to see a more radical approach. And of course, some parties that would like a less radical approach. Then there are parties that do acknowledge the problem of climate change, but advocate for alternatives to renewable energy, particularly nuclear power is becoming a more and more talked about option. Parties advocating for nuclear energy point towards the large amount of land area that renewable energy sources require, their reliance on weather circumstances, the claim that windmills cannot be fully recycled, and the relatively low cost and land area use that nuclear energy has in comparison. Of course, like in most countries, there's also at least one party that denies the existence of the climate crisis altogether. Overall, though, the direction of the Dutch government is going to, that the Dutch government is going to take is decided upon by elections every four years and subsequently by the efforts that the elected representatives put in inside this very building. Wow, That's- Dave. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys think about uh, the whole uh, discussion, uh, especially taking into account the argument of um, limited land availability uh, for renewable energy sources versus nuclear energy?
1: I actually took a class on this and I always was very against nuclear energy. Um, However, I I see now that it's actually very beneficial and that many other renewable energies, such as the wind farms that you mentioned and also solar panels, they create so much waste as well and are not always the best option. Um, So I always think um, a mix of these renewable energies would be most beneficial, and especially since you asked the question of limited space, green roofs, or putting solar panels is, I think, the way to go for sure.
2: I think the other significant issue with nuclear energy, too, is. The, the nuclear like byproduct of, of the process to make energy and you have to store that somewhere because it doesn't go away and it's so highly toxic. So when you talk about limited space in the short run, that might seem like a logical argument for nuclear waste or for nuclear power, but uh, that space will, will limit where you can put all of your nuclear waste and that becomes a huge concern down the line.
0: Yeah, that's true down the line. But right now actually, we, are, we have one nuclear reactor in the Netherlands, in Porcelain, and uh, there's space there to build a second one and they already have they have basically this big yellow box um and that uh if you build another reactor that will be enough this big yellow box to store all the nuclear waste we will produce for the next 100 years hmm. and it's about the size of like, like a couple fridges maybe and uh, yeah so i don't know about the waste yeah uh, yeah that's quite interesting <laughs>
1: Have you read about um what they're gonna do about the radioactiveness of the waste or
0: no but it's I, I know that this box it's uh, completely sealed off and it's strong enough that a plane can crash directly into it and it, it will be unharmed so yeah I don't know i've I've heard ideas in uh, discussions about discussions about this for example uh, of eventually shooting the nuclear waste into space things like that that would be that that would work it's not it's not that heavy you know I don't know sure yeah,
2: yeah yeah that would work there'd be a lot of energy
0: would have to go into that
2: but if we could figure out a an easier more cost-effective way to do that that's yeah but if you have to solution. only have to
0: do it if, if you only have to do it once every 100 years then that might cancel out the yeah yeah the rocket absolutely yeah. totally i don't
2: know well and if it's only like a refrigerator box size thing that's that's quite different I'm, I'm thinking at it from an american perspective i have no idea what the situation like in the netherlands but we had to like fill up a freaking mountain Literally a hollow mountain with like nuclear waste, so it's not great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I I still think it's useful to to debate these really um, revolutionary or creative new ideas of dealing with something like nuclear waste, and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. We could definitely talk on for hours about. For sure,
0: but let's move on to the next segment. (laughs) That concludes this episode of The Hague Environmental Podcast. Be sure to check out our other episodes if you enjoyed this one, and if you have any feedback for us, please reach out to us at thehagueenvironmentalpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day.